Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, this game is hard. Can we have it for children, please? Welcome to the Xbox Game Passengers Podcast. My name is Derek Cranevelt, and I'm your host, and this is the show where each episode, myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game that's available on Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service, which was chosen for us completely at random. So whether it's a magical or horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. At the end of every episode, we also randomly draw the game for the next show, too, so you always know what adventure is coming up next. And I'm always joined by a guest. This week, Courtney is joining me. Courtney, you may recognize her voice from the old Geekscape Games podcast, where she was a regular host. Uh, and I'm really happy to have her back, because we have not talked about video games in a little while. Courtney, a how are you today? <laughs> it's been quite long. I'm so excited. I miss recording. Yeah. I forgot about your podcast voice. <laughs> <laughs> is it a is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, I just I it's like a phone voice that you have, you know, like you change when you pick up the phone the more oh, you're okay. talking. And so it was just like, oh, there's Derek's podcast voice. <laughs> I sound way cooler on the podcast than I do in real sound, life, I think. Is... You sound like you're trying to be polished. Oh, well. <laughs> <clears throat> Which Geekscape games was not, so here we are. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was good. It was I still I miss the show. I miss the chats. I miss I shine that turd that. so hard. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is also an interesting episode cuz it was the episode that did not want to happen. So, uh no. yes, I was about to record it and the first guest had to drop out at the 11th hour, unfortunately, uh which kind of put us a little bit behind. Courtney jumped in and then literally the day that we uh the day that we set up to record my voice disappeared so uh <laughs> and we were uh, both very sick yeah yeah and so i uh, it was a rough time i you know th- it, th- that afternoon it kind of came back i thought i was going to be okay we sat down to record anyways and then i essentially opened my mouth for the first time and nothing came out so that put a delay and a damper on things as well and if you remember the PAX West episodes, which just happened for me, but for you will have been a couple months ago now. Uh, I, I didn't sound very good on those, and I had no choice <laughs> but to record them anyway. So, um, But here we are. I'm feeling okay. Courtney's still a little bit under the weather, but thank you so much for taking the time anyways. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so this week we are here to talk about a super interesting game called Hollow Knight. Uh, that was drawn last week when John and I were chatting about Alien Isolation, which... I totally loved. He was really into it as well. I was also very disappointed because it did not scare him, and he hates scary things, and I just wanted him to be terrified because uh, I'm a terrible person, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, you keep trying to get me to play scary games with yeah. you, and they just make me straight up cry. So I mean, it. I don't know that for sure because you ha- it hasn't happened yet. So You have eyewitness accounts of uh, people you know. Yeah, but, you know, it's like you... Uh, you know, like no, you I just see it I to need to it. see you cry, Courtney. <laughs> That's all it is. I mean, I'm I sure I've seen you cry before. I'm sure I've seen you cry, just not for that reason. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not for scary games, for yeah. like sad stuff. Yeah, that's true. Not fun stuff like scary games. So next time you're in town, let's play Resident Evil Seven on the PlayStation VR or not. It'll be a great time. No, we'll talk. We'll we'll. <laughs> well, look, let's, nego- let's negotiate. <laughs> um, before we jump into Hollow Knight, though, uh, whenever a new guest comes on the show, I always like to ask them just a few questions just to see if, uh, you know, so that you can get a, a, a sense for their gaming taste so that you can see if yours may align. Courtney, what I would love to know from you, 
how long have you been playing games for? And what are some of the genres that you typically gravitate towards? And what are some of your favorite games? So growing up, my mom was not a fan of gaming. Um, If you've listened to the games podcast, you'll have heard the stories. She has come back and told me this isn't true, but it is. Um, (laughs) Usually, like, if I played something, it had to have some kind of... um, Putt-putt. No. What is putt-putt? Is this one of those, this golden pond? Didn't we talk about putt-putt? Didn't we talk about Putt-Putt so much? Putt-Putt is like this little purple car, and he teaches you stuff. No. I thought that was one of the few games that you were allowed. Okay. Read a Rabbit, I played, and I played Where in the World, and Where in Time, and Where in the U.S. is Carmen San Diego. But when I was a kid, I think like 10 or – it was before my brother born, so I was like 8 or 9 maybe. Sure. Um, My dad had a game called Zork Grand Inquisitor, and then another one that was with it. And the other one scared the shit out of me, poop out of me, couldn't do it. But Zork Grand Inquisitor became one of my favorite games to make my dad play. Okay. Uh, and I would watch him play it, and then I got to play some of it, too. It's just, it's a old point-and-click computer game, and I, I loved it. I still love it. I actually still have the original CD. No way. <laughs> and the original, at my mom's house, yeah, we have the original CD and um, the game guide, because you had to have game guides, because there was no <laughs> internet. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my first game that I played, um, and then I didn't really get into gaming until, like, 2006, 2007, and I fell in love with um, Fable. Okay. And then became a Fable freak. So Fable is one of my all-time favorite series. Even the third one, even though it's not that great. I just replayed Fable <laughs> 2 this summer because yeah. Jake, my boyfriend, got uh, an Xbox One X. And they pushed that backwards compatibility. Yeah, an Xbox. Yeah. And uh, I got really excited. And so I spent a lot of time when he was at work um, playing Spinnerbox on the couch with the cat. Is that a game inside of Fable? I've not played. Fable, so, I've not yeah, played. So. Fable, Fable 2 Spinnerbox is a game you can play within a game. It's basically your okay. gambling, um, which okay. is why I'm not allowed to gamble in real life. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Only Fable, in Fable. Yeah. Fable series is one of my all-time favorites. Um, I love Diablo 3 and Torchlight. Um, Skyrim is a big favorite of mine mm-hmm. um still have not beat it and i've been playing it since it came i pre-ordered that game and i still haven't beat it it's been almost 10 years you should I probably know. get on that no it's just you know like i take my time i delete my saves <laughs> and start over again <laughs> um civilization 5 oh cool uh love that game overwatch um and then uh crypt of the necrodancer is probably my favorite game to play mm-hmm. like on switch Okay, so. and it'll it'll be out by the time this releases. But are you looking forward to Overwatch on Switch? Uh, Jake just and I were just talking about this. Um, yeah, I think it's exciting that it's on an option. But yeah. I haven't played Overwatch in a year and a half. Okay, so uh, yeah, it's been a long time. I haven't touched it in a long time. So I'm not like I don't feel like it would be something that I would rebuy. Okay, personally, but you could play it on the go. But I could play it on the go. But I'm usually at home. Yeah, unless I'm traveling to Canada and back. So. Yeah, those those are long ass ferry rides with no internet. So uh, I guess Overwatch yeah, actually Overwatch would not really uh, work that well. <laughs> does not no. fit the bill for no. that uh, journey. Um, there, I played a lot of Pokemon. Let's go Eevee on the ferry rides. Okay, uh, I really enjoyed that too. And then Sword Crypt and of the Shield coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I'm in that again. Unlucky. Like I didn't super get into Pokemon when I was a kid. Yeah. So so you can do it now. So lame. I you know I did. I'm just like I get. I have. We'll talk about it later. I have problems with games. I get <laughs> okay. I get lost. <laughs> you get lost. I I almost feel like it would be like I I almost wish that I didn't get into it when I was younger because I feel like I have you know after Gold and Silver is kind of when I fell out of it and so now when I see all these hundreds and hundreds of new characters I feel like I'm less interested and I just want to see the ones that I'm used to. But if you never got into it in the first place, you kind of don't have that same predisposition ideally and so I wonder yeah. if that would be easier to kind of fall into. It kind of is, although I also don't know things that people just know. Mm. <laughs> so, like, I don't recognize something as, like, oh, hey, maybe don't run up to that with your crappy regular Pokeball. Okay, yeah. Because it's it's special and you're not going to get it. you only get, get one it. chance at that guy and he's legendary. Yeah, I lost a legendary. It was pretty yeah. upsetting. That sucks. So, um, as far as, like, genres that I'm drawn to, I typically play very RPG-heavy games. Okay. Dragon Age, Fable, Skyrim. Um, but I also like kind of the dungeon crawler ones where you just like Diablo three is my, I'm having a bad day game. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, and I'll, I'll keep, I'm drawn to anything that's aesthetically pleasing. So sure. if it's pretty, I'll try and play it, even if it's awful and I end up not liking <laughs> the game that much. That's fair. Do you know what I thought was really pretty? What? Hollow Knight. It is gorgeous. I thought Hollow Knight was really pretty. I've been looking at it for a while. I just never got into it. Uh, I would love to start talking about it with you. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what the game is uh, all about first? Yeah. So I'll read the the prompt here. Uh, Beneath the fading town of Dirtmouth sleeps an ancient ruined kingdom. Many are drawn below the surface searching for riches or glory or answers to old secrets. Hollow Knight is a classically styled 2D action adventure across a fast interconnected world. Explore twisting caverns, ancient cities, and deadly waste. Battle tainted creatures and befriend bizarre bugs and solve ancient mysteries at the kingdom's heart. That's Hollow Knight. I feel like it's selling it short. I feel like it is selling it short because it feels like I was, I feel like visually and presentation wise, like as soon as the opening cutscene started, I was like, what the hell is this? This is so neat and different. And also so many times did I like Hollow Knight and Shovel Knight sound very, very (laughs) similar. And like... There was so there was times and I and I realized it last week when it was shortly after it was drawn that it was not Shovel Knight. Yep. And but several times I kept still being like, you know, like where is this Shovel Knight guy? Like it must be like an upgrade you get later. And then just feeling like the biggest idiot at that point. And uh, also at PAX West, which again is going to be a long time ago by the time this releases. But every time we passed the. <laughs> Uh, Shovel Knight booth. Michaela was like, "Oh, that's the game you're playing right now for for Xbox Game Passengers." And I'm like, "No, it is not." And then literally an hour later, she's like, "Hey, is that game?" Yep. And I'm like, "We've been through this, Michaela. It is not the same game." But and you know what? I, Jake <laughs> yeah. did the same thing, and he knows they're different. Oh no, he's such a huge. He's like he's he got, a he huge has, Shovel Knight he, fan. He owns a Shovel Knight hoodie. He owns a Shovel Knight hoodie. He, he was playing Shovel Knight when he was here, and he was like, "Look, babe, you can get like." some tips for when you play and I was like my guy I'm playing hollow oh right? man <laughs> and they're not even like aesthetically similar no oh no they're very 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 different yeah aside from that similar title they're totally totally different oh yeah I wonder if because I remember like when this game was drawn I was like oh I'm gonna be playing this game and he was like oh I love that game like it did he was he thinking it was shoveling oh, yeah. at that point as well 100%. sorry Jake I outed you <laughs> You know, on the same theme of this is the episode that did not want to happen, I hear uh, you you had a bit of a struggle starting this game out in the first place because there was a bit of an incident with your keyboard. Is that correct? You, of course, were playing this on Xbox Game Pass for PC, which it's right. uh, it's on both of them. It's on it's on the console version and the PC version. Yeah. So tell I think, me a bit about that. I think um, if you want to play the – I don't know if it's an expansion or if it's the next game. Um, the, the I'm calling it Advanced Hollow Knight for now. Uh, it's not available for PC Game Pass. Mm. Um, so I actually had to download, I didn't know, they have a, a beta for the Xbox for PC now that I had sure. to download and, and buy a separate Game Pass for. So that was fun. Yeah, I spilled gin on my keyboard uh, because I'm an adult drinking adult beverages sometimes. and um, But you could still use a sippy cup, apparently. I could totally use a sippy cup. I don't even know. I think I was setting it down and it sloshed. Because I had I bought these cute little like fancy glasses and that I regret. So my arrow directional key for uh, the right is broken. So um, you need that key apparently to play this game. It's yeah. like how you move around. So I had to like turn off my numlock on my numpad and use the four eight six and like <laughs> remap some keys. But yeah. then nothing is intuitive yeah. anymore because you know. You don't use those keys. Your muscle memory is all messed up. So totally. I spent probably two and a half hours, maybe oh three, yeah. fighting like the same small area <laughs> um, because I just kept dying because it's yeah. this game is kind of tough. It's it's, it's uh, totally tough. It's tough. You know, it's got that Metroidvania like multiple level thing. And like if you die, you die and you have to start over and you yeah. have to go back and fight your body to get your stuff back. So that was really frustrating. Oh, my God. I, we got to talk about that after you tell this story. <sighs> so, yeah. So I spent a long time doing that. Um, if you want to watch me fighting through that, I do have clips up on my Twitch. I will save them. Um because it was really frustrating. And it makes me look like I'm way worse at gaming than I actually am. Like, I'm not great <laughs> at it. But this makes me look like I don't even know what a keyboard does. It's right. bad. So, um, luckily, Jake was coming to visit. And um, he brought me 
a because I couldn't get the Steam controller to work with it. Okay, um, which was annoying for me because I love that controller so much. Um, but Jake brought me a PS4 controller and a Bluetooth adapter, and oh, nice. I played with that, and I played. And I got so much farther and the game became so much easier and it made so much more sense to be able to do things. Cause like in my head, like the area that you have to cover when I first started playing with just the keyboard, I thought yeah. like I had gotten really far and I realized I'd explored maybe a tenth of oh, wow. that first map. Yeah. Um, Which is not very, like, that's not a lot. It's not a lot. This map is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now that I've gotten. I've explored most of the first area, I think, now with my controller. There's, like, a couple bosses that I haven't beat yet. Yeah. But I also got turned around with the map, so. <laughs> it took, it's, I'm not, I'm directionally challenged, uh, which also makes this difficult, because you have to go back into the same areas over and over again. You I do. remember things as, are. As you get more abilities and powers, and this thing that I couldn't jump to before is now accessible, and I want to go back and see what was there. Yeah. Very, like, you know. They call it Metroidvania for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, dang, I I was struggling so hard. So, um, yeah, so the first, like, two and a half, three hours of this game, I mostly just spent swearing at it. Um, <laughs> all of the enemies that you have have their own expletive-centric swear word names oh, that yeah, I've given yeah. them that are not for children. <laughs> um, except for the slow zomb dudes. You know, those little, like... They have these little beetles. They look like gray, sad ladybugs with no yep. color. And they're ki- they kind of like run at you like old school zombies. And so I call them slow zomb dudes. Yeah. I-, I feel like they didn't feel that slow, though, once they actually are running at you. No, they go pretty fast. But like, I don't know. They were slower. They're the slowest, I think, of everything. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I can't. I-, I feel like even, you know, in this game... I feel like even with a fully working keyboard, I can't imagine a keyboard being nearly as comfortable as a controller for playing this title. It's definitely, it would definitely be difficult. Um, I'm more comfortable with a keyboard and mouse than I am a controller 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. But um, that, that's usually when everything, all my keys are working and I'm down like four keys right now. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I don't really know how to fix that yet. I think you have to buy a new keyboard. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Sad. Or just control everything with your controller. Or just do everything with the controller yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. I mean, the PS4, on the PS4 anyway, they got that cool mode where it's like you can tilt the controller to select different letters. And, yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't seem super efficient, but. Uh, I mean, for typing, no. But, like, no. for gaming and stuff, probably <laughs> could just use this controller. It has yeah. a mouse function, too. That mouse, that pad in the middle, it's you can. Oh, it the mouse works as a, it works screen. as like a trackpad on the. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's really nice. That is neat. I didn't realize that. That, yeah. uh, it has a use now because in most, in pretty much, like, I feel like there's like two PS4 games that have used it properly and the rest of it is like just press this giant ass button uh, and it brings up the map like yep it literally has no purpose aside from like a couple of titles yep. and i feel like it's a good idea and it's interesting to have there and then it's just been like very very terribly Underused. implemented for the most part yeah. yeah no it's really nice if you're like on your bed and you are watching because i live in a small studio so if i'm on my bed and i'm watching tv on my monitor i can use the, the controller to change what i'm watching that uh that does sound small yeah, it's very small. Yeah. As as one person observed, hey, your bed is in your kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you're always close to the snacks. Always close to the snacks. You know, it's which like is a, yeah. Convenient, but maybe not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this game it's it's a really interesting game and I the the first thing that you said that really kind of took off with me is that so it's pretty tough and it's pretty tough right away. And especially it doesn't like give you a lot of like tell you a lot of what's happening. And you know, the, it's got some cool mechanics. Like you have a decent chunk of health, I feel like right at the start, but, Mm -hmm. and, and it's not like, Oh, this is a bigger guy. So when he hits you, he takes more health. No, it's like every hit that you are hit takes a health point away. And, but as you're killing enemies, you kind of, you, you gain like spirit. So you have like a spirit meter basically. And that can be used for different moves and stuff like down the line as you unlock them, but it can also be used to essentially heal yourself. Um, if the meter is full enough, so you can heal, you know, basically like, I think when the meter's full, you can heal like three points or something. And I think you start with five. You start with five. I think it can actually take you to like from, I think it's four. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I've become very reliant on it. 
Yeah, yeah. And and at first you said yeah, I I did I definitely used it a lot as well. And and at first you at first you don't have uh anything. Like you you have no money and you know, you soon learn that like, oh, there's a couple of shops where you can buy things, uh, and there's a cartographer who sells you a map of the area that you're in, which is super useful because otherwise you have no idea where the hell you are. Uh that said, if you want to know where you are on that map, you have to find his wife who will sell you a compass which shows your location on the map. Yeah. Uh, both both of which I feel were very, very, very important and uh I was completely lost without them. Were you were you in the same boat there? Oh yeah. No, I when I first opened the map and I was like, where am I on this map? How is this even useful? <laughs> oh, totally, really, yeah. Really yeah. mad. And then I went up to the – I died at one point and I went to the shop and I was like, oh, I can purchase where I am on the yes. map? Yes, I think that's, that's when I found it too was after I had died. But yeah, I, before I had an opportunity to really buy anything, I am, you know, exploring and traversing and, and all of that good stuff and I die. Uh, you know, there's a little little stupid boss and, and it kills me <laughs> and, and I feel like this game is – like I played it for a number of hours and it got to the point where I'd be like, I'm going to play some hollow Knight," And then the first time I died, I would be like, okay, that's enough hollow Knight for now. Like I yeah. got, because it's, it's so, it's very challenging, but I also feel like it's so fair in that, like every enemy has patterns and everything like that. And, and it's like, I'm following those patterns and figuring out when, to, when is the right time to attack and all of that good stuff. And then now I go outside of that pattern and I get hit and I die. And so I'm so mad, but it's all my fault. Like had mm. I just, continued on the path and followed the patterns that the enemy is very clearly demonstrating that I've already learned, I would be fine. But, you know, something, you know, like, oh, I can do this a little bit faster, or maybe this is a better way to do it. And it's, it never is. And you no. die. And the first time this happened, so you die, your kind of spirit comes out of you, you lose all of your money and <laughs> like all of it. And at this point, I everything hadn't bought is a, gone. Yeah. At this point I hadn't bought a single thing and oh, I'm no. like, Oh, I need to get back up to the town so I can buy some stuff because I got lots of money and I want a map and all that, excuse me, and all this other sort of stuff. And you die and your kind of spirit meter also sort of breaks. And so it can only fill up about two thirds of what it could before. And then I was so like, Oh my God, this is horrible. I have to start all of this again. And like <laughs> when you are, traversing around the environment sometimes there'll be essentially veins of the currency in the area uh which what was the currency called again like like geo it was called geo yeah and so they look like little um seashells almost totally or like yeah. coral bits they're cute yeah yeah and they like come out of rocks and stuff but then if you go like once once you they come out of enemies too but once you like find these veins of them once you destroy it it's gone and so at this point i am like how am i ever gonna afford anything because i'm convinced that you know, those rocks are gone. Like, how am I going to get anything? And then I didn't realize at that point that if you go back to the location where you're, where you died, your spirit will be there. It, you hit it a couple of times and then you get all that stuff back. It will attack you though. It will attack you. Yeah. I feel like it only, Just fair warning. <laughs> it will attack you. I feel like it only took like, it only takes like two strikes to, to take down, which can sometimes be very easy. It can also be very hard if it happened in an area where there's a boss and that boss is also trying to take you down. Yeah. I don't know. That was my, like and 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 in that moment I was like, oh my god, like how am I ever gonna progress past this? And then I was so relieved once I got that money back. But I was just it, apparently it's very Dark Souls-esque in that that mm. also happens in Dark Souls, which I've always avoided because I it's supposed to be very, very, very difficult. It's supposed to be frustrating and no one tells you to play Dark Souls if they like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if someone's like, hey man, you should play Dark likes Souls, me? it's super fun. I then... feel like so many people have been like, oh, I can't believe you haven't played Dark Souls. You should play Dark Souls. Those people hate me is what I'm like. Secretly, right secretly, they don't like you. Have I ever told you to play Dark Souls? You no. have not. Have you ever <laughs> played Dark Souls? No. no. <laughs> I also value our friendship. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, but it's also it's also supposed to be such a I don't know it's such a celebrated series. But it is. I would like to play it, but also I like being not angry. I like progressing in video games. Yeah, and I don't think that I would in that game. No. I mean that was kind of how it started out for me. What aside once you once you managed to be able to control the game, what was what were things kind of like for you as you started discovering them? But first, it was just like why why do all these flying bugs hate me so much? Um, the <laughs> They're like these firefly looking guys who actually spit fire at you. And then there are bigger ones of those, but they don't spit fire. They spit tiny fire bugs mm, yep. um, that you have to kill, which are actually very lucrative if you're trying to like grind up some money or health. 
so once I figured that out with my controller, I was like, oh, awesome. I can go places and do things. And I got like, I had purchased a map and I purchased my token um, so I could see myself on the map before I got the controller. And then I bought a quill so I could expand on my map, um, mm-hmm. which was amazing. And then I found like these Shy Halud guys. They're like giant worms that just kind of like piston up and down or side to side. Those were my, I think those are probably my favorite element in Mm. the game. Uh They're hilarious. They're easy to like avoid. You cannot fight them. Cannot fight them. But I really enjoyed like jumping around them and stuff. And sometimes I would get cocky and then I'd like jump into them and die. Uh Um, And there was a lot of that money was around those too, which was really cool. Yeah, there was definitely. Um, So I found that. There are those adorable little caterpillars. Yeah. That you have to rescue. Yeah. And I like rescued one or two and I was like, oh, I'm going to go see the grandpa caterpillar. And then I realized <laughs> that like every single one of those little, they're like little cocoony hole things. Yeah. That all of them are all the caterpillars you're supposed to yes, save. Yeah. And I was sitting there like, I think that was before I had my controller and I was looking okay. at it like, how big is this game? <laughs> because I thought maybe, maybe I'd gotten... Maybe there'd be three of these, and there's like oh, fifteen. Yeah, there's a lot. It's crazy. Well, and it's it's interesting because I feel like stuff like that. Like I feel like there are a number of different kind of side things that you can do in the game, mm-hmm. but they're all things that you just have to discover. Like they're not things that are told to you. And even like when the first the first I'm seeing these caterpillars, I'm like, what the hell are these things? And I, you know, they they're in like jars basically. And, and I yeah, and I try to like you know I break open the jar and think he's gonna try to like fight me, but then he just disappears. And I'm like, Aww. oh, what was that? That's weird. And then you end up finding the room where they all live or whatnot, and they kind of throw money at you after you you find them and i'm like okay this is a thing this is like another thing i'm supposed to do but all of those side elements as well you could totally ignore them but also they're they're very like you have to discover them and learn about them on your own i feel like none of that stuff is told to you at all like i'm not 100 percent sure what i'm doing down there at all to be honest (laughs) like i'm down there and i'm like i'm i'm running around and i'm finding some stuff like i found oh i found like a a train car that you have to try and activate somehow, but like yeah. I don't know how or what I need. If <laughs> did, that's a pers- did you get? Did you unlock any of the fast travel stuff then? Or I did. Okay. So um, I found a stag beetle rider. Which those man. things are super cool. He's pretty cool. So yeah. I had like a quick way of getting to the far side of where I had explored. Um, and that was kind of like the left limit that I had found, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, but it made finding everything really easy. It also made escaping back up to the surface to spend my money really easy. Totally, nice. yeah. Because once you spend it, it's like safe, right? Like I don't have to worry about yeah, all it your, disappearing. Yeah, yeah. all your tokens and stuff are there. Because yeah. I lost a lot of money in this game. Yeah, well, and it's and because if you die again before you make it and, and reclaim your spirit, then the stuff is gone forever. It's gone so gone. you do have a chance to get it back, but you also have a chance that it will never come back. Yeah, I think I lost like 250 gold at one point that way, and I was really upset Yeah, because uh, I died in a dumb way and then accidentally went the wrong way. It was before I had my quilt. Went the wrong way and, like, ran into a big bad. Because <laughs> there's, like, a giant... I call him, like, a Goliath beetle. He doesn't look like a Goliath beetle, but he's, like, a big beetle guy with a big oh, chunk of stalagmite, yeah. and he yeah. just kind of pounded me to the ground. I found a way around him so I don't okay. have to fight him. Yeah. Um, I also found another big guy who was bigger than that guy, who would like had like a hammery type thing and he had a cool move. He would like jump around a little bit and then he would slam his weapon on the ground and it would have like a, a force wave come at you almost like a um, thunder shock or something like thunder okay, wave. Yeah. And um, I hadn't beaten him yet. That was another limit that I had kind of reached. So those were cool guys that I found. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a cool like hot spring you could go to to heal up. Yep. But yeah, I could yeah. never get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, anytime, like when you, the game seems to save, like when you quit it and stuff. But if mm-hmm. you, there are the benches around as yeah. well. So there's benches, which will heal you. And that's kind of when you take a moment to draw in your map and fill in any areas that are not on the map that you've discovered yet. Um, and also, it uh, that kind of acts as a save point as well. So it will auto save in the moments that you're on the bench as well. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's so interesting. I just found it kind of fascinating just to kind of wander around the world because it all is 
so, like I said, presentation-wise, it's just spectacular from, like, the score to just how varied the enemies in the different areas look and, and even, like, things like the backgrounds themselves. Like, I got through a number, a few of the different areas in the game itself, and they're all just so vastly different from each other. Yeah. And I thought that was so neat. Did you come across, enemy-wise, did, did you come across, there was a character named Hornet who is, like, this, like, pink character. Oh, did you see her at all? No. Oh, she's like kind of the first, because there's like, I, you know, the, the I feel like there's like mini bosses and then which are things like the, that you just see in the environment, like that the stag beetle things and, yeah. and all that those sort of things, or not the stag beetle which you travel on, but the, the like, like the, the one with the one horn who would like run at you. Yeah, yeah. And there's like so. a jumpy sad boy. Yep. Um, <laughs> I think that's the official name. <laughs> yeah, jumpy sad boy, and then there's yeah. like the little gray. Um, little gray guys and the little white guys that are super cute and then like mm-hmm. the sad scully scully fly guys mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so descriptive yeah. and then yeah there's this character and you kind of start to see her like you'll go on certain screens and she'll kind of be there just leaving in that moment or running oh. away and uh it's a character she's got like kind of a sewing needle or something like that um I swear, like, and then finally, like, in a certain area, you have to face her, and you don't kill her, so I think that you have to, I think that you'll probably meet up with her several times along the playthrough, but um, I had to fight her once, and I swear I was, like, 15 to 20 tries in, dying every time, several, like, I had to come back to the game several times, because several times I'm like, okay, screw this, I'm not playing anymore, Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, like, the biggest break that I had in the game, so, like, a few days between, between attempts, when I come back to it, I beat it on the first try with no problem. And I feel like games always work like that in that, like, I'm stuck on this one part for a week. And as soon as you just leave it and go away from it for a time, then you're like, and then you're like, that was so easy. Like, how, why am I such an idiot? And it took me so long before and I didn't, didn't even make it. I, I don't know. I, I, I've had one of those. That's me with any game. I've just, I've given into that. It's, it's become part of my despair with video games. Mm-hmm. I don't get that anymore. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I, I, it's just like a hat, like, it, this is tough. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back to it later. And it, you feel, I feel like it's always like first or second try you beat it. And the only time it really bit me in the ass was playing Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, when that came out, which there's a character that you face. It's a boss. He's named The End. Um, mm-hmm. And he's a very, very old man, and he is like a sniper. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. He's like a sniper, and you... I couldn't beat it. He's he's just very, very, very hard. I'm going to take a break. I was in high school at the time, so I didn't have much time to play or anything either. I, I take a break for like a week and a half, and when I come back to the game, he has literally died of old age. And <laughs> I... <laughs> I, and I, I'm a, he dies of old age. You don't have to fight him. You're like your buddies like call you on the radio, and you're like you're such a coward. Like you, you like you couldn't even take this old man. You had to like let him pass away. Like oh my god, uh, it was such a and it was just like a very hilarious like oh that's like amazing. oh you moment for Ko- Hideo Kojima there. But oh. that's one of my favorite Metal Gear memories now. So maybe it wasn't such a I bad love thing. It. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't I, n- I never saw her. I don't okay. know if I just like got stuck somewhere cuz there was a couple parts I couldn't get through either because I couldn't beat the boss mm-hmm. or like did you find that pillbug guy? He was like so you know there's the part that's like a big tall tunnel thing and there's all those different levels and there's those sad scully boys flying around not attacking you yeah um if you jump around those on the left hand side there was like a gardeny area it looked like and i tried to go into it and then there was this guy he looked kind of like a mole kind of like a pill bug Mm -hmm. and he would spit fire at you but if you got close to him to hit him in the face like you want to um he like oh those guys my pill bug boy. I yeah. tried to get past him and I couldn't get past him. I didn't get any <laughs> level ups. I didn't get any upgrades. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I I was struggling a little bit um, yeah. because I had lost a lot of, like, you were talking about the geocaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> geocaches. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I lost a bunch of those because I kept dying and yeah. couldn't get to my body in time. Yeah. Um, so I was really struggling for cash. I had purchased, like, a mask fragment because you can rescue this little buggy yes. boy downstairs in the very bottom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I rescued him, and I I purchased a mask fragment, and then like the next one was very expensive, and I was like, guys, <laughs> I don't have that much. I don't have that much money. Come I on. don't want to start over from scratch, but also, 
I'm boned. Please help me. Uh Uh (laughs) So um, I kind of like didn't get any of those things. I didn't get the dash option. Okay. um, Because I went through. I like did not. I I spent a lot of time on this game to get very not very far. Okay. It Um, is, and it is very challenging. Like I super challenging, and I'm not a Metroidvania game person. I kind of blindly volunteered. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a long time for me too. Like aside from thing like things like Symphony of the Night, um, which I last played back on PlayStation, but just recently got it was an Xbox Games with Gold, uh, so I would be excited to jump back into it. But I remember not finishing that when I was younger and playing it. But yeah. um, I've not played a lot of these titles, uh, and I, I I did really enjoy my time with it though. Like I think it's such a it feels like such a unique game and from the design to the music to the just the way the maps laid out is super interesting and and it was it's like a it's it's paced in a way where it's like just when you're about to be like okay like I'm kind of coming down from this like it's you know i'm not i don't feel like i'm making much progress and it's like oh here's a thing and then you're like okay i can play for another couple hours right now like it just kind of feeds you at just just the right pace where you're like okay i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna keep going uh until you have those super frustrating moments and you decide to turn it off for a couple days yeah i i wish i still had a little more direction than i have yeah. Um, yeah. It feels like it's like it because it doesn't really direct you for the most part. It's basically like go where you haven't been yet and see if you can progress or see if you haven't unlocked that thing yet or or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. So that's yeah. It definitely it's not. It doesn't hold your hand. You, even like a lot of the characters that you meet, like you do meet some friendly characters along the way, and mostly they just exist to just tell you like weird things that don't really make sense. The Spider Temple. Did you get anywhere with that? spider temple i don't think so there's like if you go there there's this big temple-y thing and if you go in the only thing that's there is there's a dude there with a Mm, mask that uh, looks like one of the masks that's up on the temple and he's like oh how interesting it is down here and then that's Mm -hmm. pretty much all he does but yeah i did not get any further in that interaction um there are a number of other things you unlock though like in the second area you meet a guy or not a guy he's like a spirit or something but he gives you this basically like beast book and as you um, destroy X amount of each enemy, you kind of learn more about them. So they kind of have ah, funny, funny little descriptions. Um, so that was pretty mine. neat. Yeah. <laughs> Just more, you know, a little bit more official, I think. Not, not better, you know, S-Scully pilly boy pilly. and sad Cool boy. boys. Sad, know. sad fly boys. Yeah. Sad scully like, boy. Those are very descriptive. Everything, <laughs> everyone's sad. Everyone's sad in this game, I feel like. Yeah, it's very dark. It's very gray down there. Oh, there was one section I tried to go into, and I hadn't bought the... There's a lamp you can get that will help combat deep darkness. So I saw it, and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, I can see. And yeah. then, like, directly after that, found this this cave where when I went into it, it did not light up. Because your mouse yeah. kind of glows everything. Uh, and then I promptly died. <laughs> yeah, can you... Was a lamp a purchasable item? I it's feel like I... purchasable purchasable okay. item, there... I'm pretty sure. There was a number of, I, I'm not sure if it was that same cave area or another one that I went in, but I just kind of went as far along as I could and then didn't progress anymore because I was like, I can't see anything and this is really scary and I don't want to die here and have to come back here to get my money. Yeah, I just decided to, to go for it, which okay. was a poor choice. A bad idea. You need a lamp of some <laughs> and sort. Then, and then there, there's points where it's so... Like, there, there's a time, I think it's shortly after you unlock the dash, but there's points where these bosses, like, you, you get to these mini bosses or whatever, and they're so, like, you just don't know what's coming ahead of you, and then you're like, oh my god, I'm so screwed, like, yeah. right away. Did you encounter, there was this, uh, I think you start off and you see one of them, but he's kind of like an armadillo-y type guy, and he kind of, like, throws little mini armadillo guys at you, but no. also fire. Um, and one of facing one of them was pretty tough. You know, I, I don't know if I died, but it was like, I, I came pretty close, but then there's a, a spot. I think it's in the second section that you go to in the game and it. You basically, you're walking along, it's like, okay, I can either go back or drop down. Those are the only two options I have. So you drop down, and you drop down literally in the center of two of them that are on either, like, there's one on either side of you, and they just murder you in, like, four seconds. And then, yeah, yeah, like, it's like, because they're both shooting fire, they're both shooting little smaller enemies. I think what you have, the way you're supposed to beat them is that you got, like, the charge move, right? Like, the one that uses your spirit? Okay, I got nothing. (laughs) So there's a, a move that it's like the, one of the first moves you unlock. Basically, when you hit B instead of holding it or whatever the equivalent button is on PlayStation, probably circle, instead mm-hmm. of holding it, like the heal button, if you just press it, he does like a big sword slash thing. Um, uh, 
this is what I think you were supposed to do to these enemies, and that's how I killed it when it was just a single one. And it takes the each one takes a number of hits, and so you're killing the little ones that it's throwing at you to gain the spirit that you need in order to use the slash to kill the big ones. And so the, it's throwing the little ones at you. You're supposed to be killing them, and I just like I died so quickly, and then went back and collected my spirit and that or my soul or whatever, and then did not didn't like I was like I'm going somewhere else. Like I, I'm not trying that again because you know sometimes a bench you know the last bench you were potentially at can be quite far away yeah. and i was definitely not in a spot where i was like i i don't want to die here and then have to spend 15 minutes walking back again and again and again and again so at that point you know it was like this will become easier as i unlock more stuff so i'm just going to move on for now and and go and find something else and i i think i was i think i made it into probably five or six of the different areas oh, of God. the game yeah i played i played quite a bit and i feel like uh, aside from a cer- certain few areas where I got stuck, like fighting that uh, uh, Hordit boss and everything like that. I feel like I definitely, I, I, I had pretty good progression. And like I said, I feel like it feeds it to you just, just regularly enough that you're like, just as you're about to like wrap up this session, it's like, Oh, that's interesting. Let's see what's down this hallway or whatever. Yeah. And then I would die. <laughs> and then I like, and yeah. I lose all my stuff, and I'm like, I don't want to play right now. I'm gonna go. And then, yeah, I, I did have a lot of those moments as well. Like yeah. this has been a longer. You know, it's been a longer lead time for this episode. Like, I feel like usually we play over, you know, here's the game. It's been drawn. The guest and I play over a week, a week and a half. It's been several weeks for this one. So I've gotten more chances to go back to it, which is almost good because I feel like this game kind of really needed it because you do get frustrating. You do stop playing at times because of the frustration, but something kept making me want to come back to it. It's pretty. It's so, it's gorgeous. It's pretty and I want to know what's behind, like, the Pillbug Boy. Yeah, um, the lore of it is very interesting, and yeah. it like doesn't feed you anything, doesn't really explain anything, but I feel like those explanations must be lying in there somewhere. I wish it had, um, because I've played, I've done this for games before when we did it for Geekscape and we wanted to talk about yeah. a game. I wish it had um, like a like a story mode. Like I just want. Oh, like a like a like a pacifist mode type thing. Ye- like almost like not like pacifist mode, but like. Hey, this game is hard. Can we have it for children, please? Sure. Yeah, there is no difficult. There's no difficulty selection. There's it's just no the one difficulty. difficulty. It's yeah. the one. And like I did this for, I think when I was playing God of War the first time, right. I played it through on story mode because we were all going to get together and talk about it. And I'm bad um, comparatively, and <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to do the story. And I love that. Oh, that's another game I absolutely adore. God of War. How can I forget yeah. God of War? You did forget God of War. It's because I'm selling my PS4. Ah, uh, you're a traitor. Uh, what no, would your I'm, son I'm think? Just, I'm just not going to need... My son is dead. Oh, wait. What? No, I thought you were talking about my cat, not my son in the game. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Oh man! Because my cat is that the died. end of is that the end of God? Of, is this Batman Arkham Knight all no, over I'm, again? Because that didn't go well on no, the Geekscape no, no. Games no, podcast. No, 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 uh, no. There's there's different twists. Okay, um, right. it's totally worth playing if you haven't played it. I, I've played like I, I've played like eighty percent of it. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. finish it because it's really good. It's yeah. worth the extra like whatever time it takes. I totally. want to go back yeah. and replay it. No, um, I I haven't played my PS4 since I played. Or started to play. What's the name of that game? The one Detroit where Detroit become human. No, fuck that game. Um, <laughs> what you mean is fuck that game's great game of the year twenty eighteen. You mean God of War? No, the one where the, there's a girl with the red hair and like animals. Oh, or animals Horizon or Zero Dawn. That one. That's the last yeah. game I played on there. I didn't finish it. I got fast like past like the first beginning area. Yeah, and then that game is insanely cool too, though. It's really good. It's just yeah. very intense, and I haven't played since. So yeah. Um, and then, uh, so like I haven't been playing it and then Jake has one, so I don't really need one because sure. uh, I'm not going to play between now and whenever I get to move. So sell it when it sell it while it's worth something. Sell it while, because PS5 is coming out. Right. Got to um, start saving up for that. Exactly. I need one of each. One of each. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. There's exclusives and stuff, you know? Yeah. You got the next Halo on one side. You've got uh god of war 2 or something yeah, on need, the other one i need more god of war like they did so good with those yeah, stories they did it's it was wonderful Goodness. and so different from the this is turning into a god of war podcast which is fine i know uh, <laughs> it's it was so different than the earlier games and so much more like mature 
but in like a not childish way, like the, the original story ones were. was so much better. Like, yeah, just oh, so much better. Like, but you still got that. I want to beat the living everything out of mm-hmm. something right now, yeah. please. Totally. So, I don't know. Yeah, it was. Really uh, it, was un- it. it was totally unreal. So good. So Hollow Knight did remind me of one other game. Okay. Ori and the Blind Forest. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think of that until now, but yeah, definitely. Very much like the same kind of aesthetic, the same kind of like dark background, but your protagonist is like that little glowy, cute thing. Little glowy boy? Not, yeah, little glowy boy. Not the same kind of like spoopy glowy boy with the dark Mm -hmm. eyes and everything looks kind of skeleton-y, but very similar. Um, My only complaint with the aesthetic of this game is why do so many of the rocks look like penises? I did not notice a single penis rock. Oh, I will find you screenshots if you want them. Because <laughs> I was like going around, I was like, wow, look, there's a penis rock. Wow, look, yeah. there's another penis rock. Like, yeah. These are a lot of penises in this game. But maybe that's just me. I also and very much enjoyed that even though this is a 2D game, um, you can break things. Yes, I'm a lot much, of things. I'm very much into that. So like, I, I went around like breaking things. My only complaint was like, I thought at one point like there are these little like spear looking guys and i thought oh i'll hit one of those and it'll puncture someone mm. it does they do not interact with enemies no it's like just for cosmetic it's just cosmetic basically it's just for fun so yeah um but i enjoyed that and i did find some rocks that you could hit and get spirit health from yeah oh yeah yeah those which is very useful scattered around and they will recharge so like you can go back to them after yeah. a little while it was interesting because i didn't feel like they were like i the first time i saw it like and i'm hitting it i'm like oh this is what it does i was thinking oh there must be something big in the next room or something like that but i feel like they just kind of seemed almost randomly placed like yeah. i didn't notice i didn't notice anything particularly big or hard shortly after uh after like destroying one of those things not really But it was nice to have it there, but there wasn't, like, I think the only way to mark them would be is if you bought markers and made, like, a a specific marker that you used for that, Um, because you could do that. That's true, yeah, because you have some control. Once you buy the markers, you can kind of place them wherever you want on the map. So you could be like, oh, I'm going into this hard thing that's over here. This spirit giver thing is close to me. I'm going to go and destroy it so I can be fully charged up when I jump into this fight. Yeah. You could buy things like um, like specific benchmarkers. They had bench ones that you could just, yeah. I think, turn yeah. on and some other things. Or there was ones for like particularly tough enemies. You could mark their locations. Yeah. Yeah. Shop, uh, like shopkeepers and stuff that you find. Because they're, they're up above in the town, Dirtmouth, uh, but there also are some down below as well. And so, but they don't generally appear on the map. So you would yeah. have to mark them off to be able to easily get back to them i don't know i'll probably go back and play a little bit more yeah um it's frustrating for me so i might watch someone else play or like cheat a little bit and like get some hey maybe go this ways yeah sure because i was i'm definitely at the point where i'm like i know there's like two guys i gotta fight now but i don't know that i can (laughs) win and i don't remember where they are because it was pre-quill prequel era it's interesting like i feel like i don't know i i really enjoyed my time with it but i don't know how much more i'll go back to it because i don't know i feel like i it's not as like my the games i gravitate towards are very story heavy Mm -hmm. and this is like here's a here's bits and pieces of lore and of story uh, and it's super intriguing and interesting what's there i just like more of it i feel like i think that's why i want to play i feel like i should be able to find more of it that way yeah yeah it's probably not gonna happen yeah exactly and and the gameplay is super tight and super solid and again like i feel like whenever you do die or for me anyways whenever i die i feel like it's my fault it's i made a mistake uh, I mean, which I guess is true of most games, but but I don't know. It feels it, like the, the it feels like a bigger deal here because everything is so tight and every, and it's like, why did I do that? Why didn't I just wait another second or whatever? Yeah. Um, so it gets it, it got pretty frustrating pretty quickly, difficulty wise. That said, when I finally you know that that hornet encounter that I keep bringing up, that time I finally did beat her. I, I can't remember. Uh, a, a super re- like it felt so satisfying. I can't remember another time that recently where I've struggled so much to beat a certain element of a game and 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 had that super satisfying feeling afterwards. So it's challenging, but it's also satisfying. If you like hard games, I think you'll love this game. And if not, then I, I would still say like for uh, is there anything else you want to say about it, or do you want to move on to the? I think I would enjoy this game more on my Switch than I would on a sit down console. Yeah, that's fair. I, f- I feel like it's something that I would enjoy playing 
on a on a trip, like on the plane or on the ferry, in a car, when I have time to kill and I yeah. want to put time into it. But for me, I'm like you. I want my story rich games where mm-hmm. I have a little more idea of what's going on when I'm sitting totally. at home. Otherwise, like yeah. I don't want to come home and play a game that makes me angry. <laughs> this is supposed to be this is supposed to be relaxing. This is supposed to well like I don't it doesn't have to be relaxing. Like I want to you like challenge me, but also like I don't want to like st- I I don't think I think when I was streaming this the first time, I think you would be hard pressed to find a word that wasn't a swear word. Really? Uh, it <laughs> it was bad. And you're not one to swear either. Oh, so. yeah, no, I never swear. No. I know, not really. <laughs> More than usual. My swearing has gone down since I became a preschool teacher. Oh, okay. I so, mean, I'm glad it hasn't gone up. Because, I mean, I mean, in my head it has. But, I mean, yeah. a kid can't, you can't look at a kid when they do something and be like, dude, what the fuck? Even though that's your instinct. So, I've gotten better uh, about not swearing as much. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was hard. That was really <laughs> hard for me to, like, put anything together. It was just sure. mostly a string of f yeah, I could feel that. I had a few of those myself, so it's, I don't know, it's a challenging game. It's fun, though. It, it was fun. I, uh, yeah, okay. I would give it three and a half out of five. What we do, actually, which we'll move on to right now, is, oh. so, so, so for yourself, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I mean, because some of it is like, some of it we play through the whole game, sometimes it's like just impressions on the first ten hours or whatever. For yourself, would you say that Hollow Knight is a uh, must play, is Hollow Knight a give it a shot, or is Hollow Knight a skip? I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Um, if you're into Metroidvania games, definitely play it. Yeah. If you are an RPG fan or a filthy casual like me, give it a shot and see what you feel. Um, yeah. Because it's beautiful and the music's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you'll get good and be a speedrunner one day. <laughs> I I would say basically the same. It's a it's a it's a give it a shot for me. I really enjoyed the time that I had with it. I don't know how much more I will put into it uh, for the reasons that I've already stated. But it's like it is insanely beautiful. It's got a great score, great sound. It's it's super tight control wise, and and everything in it is interesting. I just don't know that it's really like that. I, I, I I'm enjoying it, but difficulty wise, I don't know if it's really for me there. But yeah, that's kind of how I feel. But I, I feel like you should try it. And because it's on Game Pass, you don't have to pay any money to do so. So that's yeah. part of what's so sick about Game Pass. I think that's the best part of Game Pass. I'm starting to try and get into it a little bit more. <laughs> I was I was going to ask you because you, you are someone who's not really been into Game Pass and is not an Xbox player. You're just on the PC side of things. Have you browsed around the Game Pass at all otherwise? And is there other stuff that's intriguing to you? I had before because I play like Sea of Thieves. Oh, uh, yeah, with yeah. everyone on it, and I super enjoy that game. Yeah, I've glanced through it, but I haven't put time aside to like sit down and play. But also, uh, my life has been very tumultuous the last six months. Sure. Yeah. So I'm just now like I, I didn't have a computer set up a month ago. So <laughs> right, you're just kind of getting back into. I'm that. just getting back into the swing of things, and um, I'm employed now, which is. <laughs> <laughs> great but also it's like, bad for game time my game time bro. Yeah. <laughs> like so it's hard it's hard too because like i tried to do the thing where i was like oh i'll come home and play so i'm on lunch breaks and i did that i think one time mm. for this game and like realistically by the time i walk in the from the time i can walk in the door and then eating and then getting to play i only get like 30 minutes of game time sure so that's, that's not enough to do anything uh i would be interested to see what I mean, there's even on the the PC side of things, there's like a hundred plus games already, oh, even yeah. in the months it's been launched, and it's some of the selection is the same, some of it is very different. So it'd be interesting to see kind of what else uh, what else draws you to it while you are in uh, in the into the Game Pass. I'm looking at playing the Gears of War, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, our friends are all really hyped about it, and so I have never paid attention to that mm-hmm. franchise. So, which I feel like is fine, uh, as far as I've read, uh, and I've not jumped into Gears Five yet, but as far as I've read, it does a pretty good job of introing to new players. So it gives you the backstory that you need, and it introduces the characters in a way that's easy enough to understand. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think that even if Five is the first one that you jumped into, I don't know that that would really be a problem from from what I've heard so far. Yeah. Um. So that's the only thing I've looked at lately. I've been. 
Oh, I got back into Minecraft. Blast Ooh. from the past. Yeah. So much fun. We have it is a, so much fun. We're start, We're trying to build a sky fortress, and I'm trying to remember. I was trying to remember how to play because I haven't played yeah. that game in like almost ten years. Yeah. And then uh, I really want to play some more Sea of Thieves. Yeah, that's fair. It's so much fun. I Sea of Thieves is a game I kind of fall in and out of, but every time I do get an opportunity to play it again, I'm just like, why did I ever stop playing this? This is so fun. Some of my best gaming memories, I think, I've had on Sea of Thieves. Yeah, so, it's yeah. fun. I like, but the thing for me is, like, I don't want to get on and play with randos. I want to get no, on and play oh, with no. friends. Yeah. And yeah, it's everyone's only, uh, too busy. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. Is like we kind of all kind of fall into periods of it's like let's play tonight, and then you play for like two or three days, and then nobody talks about it for six months, and then yeah, you jump back into it again. But yeah, it's I I I've not really played with aside from a few instances where um you know it's multiple groups teaming up to take on something bigger or whatever. I've not I I've only really played it with people I know in real life as well. So that's the first game we played together. It is friends, which yeah, it's which is crazy. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, cool. Well, why don't I go ahead and draw the game for the next episode, and then we can uh, wrap things up. Okay. So actually, what I'm going to do instead this time, and uh, (laughs) it's a first, and it won't be the last probably, but instead of randomly drawing the game, I am just going to choose a game. And yeah, we're at the beginning of September right now. The Blair Witch game has just come out, which I've been very, very excited for. And I was kind of just trying to figure out, like, do I wait, you know, do I I take a break from recording the podcast because I've got a few in the uh, books already and so I can play this game? Or do I pretend that I'm drawing it because it's going to release a few months from now and you won't really have any idea anyways but then I didn't want to lie so so I'm just choosing <laughs> yeah. yeah so Blair Witch is the next game that we are going to play because I'm excited for it I'm going to be playing it anyways and then why not just do an episode about it and I will not have to play Thank you. No, Courtney's not playing it, so best you know, so present we're good ever. Uh, and and I feel like it'll probably happen. Uh, uh, you know, semi. You know, whenever a big game releases on Game Pass, so it'll probably only be for new games that I'm really excited for. The next one will probably be uh, The Outer Worlds, which is set to drop at the end of October, which will already have passed by the time this episode releases. But uh, long story short, we will typically just do our randomly drawn, randomly assigned episodes. But once in a while, I'm going to choose. A game and the first one is the Blair Witch game that has just dropped from Blue Team and Lionsgate Games. So uh yeah, uh I've got a great guest for that one that you've heard several times. It's John. It's John. <laughs> he he <laughs> you know, he wasn't scared enough for my liking in the last episode and he committed that if another scary game came up, he would do it. Uh so it's come up. Sorry, John. But yeah, uh, you were talking about earlier about a Twitch channel that you stream on. Why don't you plug your stuff and then we will wrap things up. Um, I occasionally, so actually, um, remember there was a time when I knew what all my handles were? Uh, no, I don't remember that time. There was a time. So. There was a time when I knew what all my handles were and then I changed them mm. to make them all the same. And I can't remember what I changed them to. So okay. if you want to hear me freak about freak out about politics or fish, or sometimes I just tweet about cats. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at GeekyGirlAK, which is also where you can find me on Twitch, where I sporadically will um, stream stuff. I made a point to stream my Hollow Knight stuff because um, I thought I would be giving some insightful notes for me to look back on. And instead, I really just swore a lot. So <laughs> there you go. That's that's what I've got. I've got. Um, oh, if you do go to my Twitch page, I do have a button where you can di- uh, diagnose, donate to the Arthritis National Research Foundation, which is a wonderful charity where they give all of the money to researching people, uh, new treatments, and hopefully finding a cure for people who have RA. So it's a it's a big one. It's a good one. That sounds like a big one. Yeah. So if you want to go do that, you can go do that through my Twitch page. Check her out on Twitch. She's on there sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And this has been another episode of the Xbox Game Passengers podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Courtney. Uh, it was really nice talking to you about video games again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Hopefully we'll have you back at some point if you want. If you don't want, that's okay too. I know you I know you don't really pick uh, hosts for stuff ahead of time. But really, if Fable comes up on your draw, I would love to play. You just claimed it on the show, so I think that you're mine. Yeah, fight me, Mike. I got it. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, if you have enjoyed what you've heard uh, and you're new to the show, there's a bunch of episodes already in the feed, so feel free to jump back and listen to any of those. Hopefully they're all good. Uh, and if not, we come back every two weeks, every other Wednesday, to chat about one random game on the Xbox Game Pass service uh, with a guest, a different guest each time. Often they kind of cycle through. So if you like somebody, if you like Courtney, you'll probably hear her again uh, sometime in the near future. And uh, yeah, we are available at at XGP podcast on Twitter. Uh, we share all our new episodes there. We share some other stuff. Uh, you'll also find me on geekscape.net. Uh, there's articles, there's reviews, a bunch of stuff that I put up there as well. Uh, but if you do like the show, anything that you can do to get us out there a little bit more, whether that's a five star on iTunes or a, uh, you know, a written review on Apple podcasts or the best thing, the thing I would love the most, share the show with one single friend or two friends or however many you like, uh, that would be the biggest thing because uh if more people heard the show i think that'd be really cool but for now this is it we've talked hollow knight uh i've had a blast with the game and uh, also a really frustrating time so <laughs> you know it's, it's been one yeah. of those it's got it, it ebbs and flows between like this is so cool to i hate hate this shit like <laughs> you know yep. that, that's the best way to describe it i think but yeah thank you again courtney yeah thanks for having me and thank you listeners for joining us and we'll be back in just two weeks to talk about blair witch uh, bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.